Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Educated Fan. My name is Brandon, and I am joined here by your co-host and my best friend, Andrew Moore. How you doing, buddy? Man, it's been a good week. Weather's well, beautiful. Uh, we celebrated a Colts win last weekend. Um, things have been good. How about yourself? How's your week going? Well, I only had to work two days this week. Nice. I got a bunch of vacation. There off you go. for five days. I worked two days. I'm off another six days. Uh, but my dog tore his ACL. Oof. So today's not been great. I had I took him to the vet to get him checked out, and yep, that's what happened. So uh, non-contact injury. Uh, just you know, getting after it in is the backyard. Done, is he done for the season? He's done for the season. A rip. Yeah. Uh, doggy doggy football season is is done for him. Um, but he'll be okay. Well, uh, much less expensive surgery than I expected. Uh, but he's an Australian Shepherd. He's got a lot of energy. Uh, he's only two and a half years old, so I'm not going to make the poor dog live like a fucking couch potato for <laughs> for another 10, 15 years, however long uh, he's going to live. But, yeah, other than that, good week. Going down to Indy this weekend as well. See the Colts play. Uh, excited about that. Might be, could be, finally, my first open roof game. Yeah, that's wild that you haven't been to a game. It's unbelievable. I don't. I feel like it's because every year I'm like, I'm not going to go to a bunch of Colts games this year. Like, at least, maybe not the last couple of years, but years prior, it was always, I'm not going to go to a bunch of games this year. And then I go, oh, screw it, I'm going to go to a game. And it's usually later in the season, you know, by the time I end up actually getting to a game. So, uh, can you believe I'm, that uh, Lucas Oil Stadium has been, like, the Colts have been using it for 12 years now? Yes, I can. Really? Yeah, because it was the year after we won the Super Bowl, right? No. Nope. I'm sorry. Two years after. Mm -hmm. So the season we won the Super Bowl, then we had a season in RCA, and then the season uh, opener was against the Bears. Yep. Uh, and they ruined our, our they home did. opener they in did. Lucas Oil. Matt and Forte I ran all over the Colts. Basically, I line everything up in my life based on where I lived and which house I lived in. Uh, so I know I graduated high school 10 years ago. So, yeah, the... Lucas Oil thing when when you're when you're thinking about your ten year anniversary of high school you're like ah it just feels like yesterday I was but in, it's a long time I was in eighth grade so Lucas Oil's double digits old I was a junior in high school <laughs> you old man <laughs> um I was dominating my first ever season of fantasy football that year brother so dominating or did you finish last I got first uh first place in my first year Beginning most of the people most of the people in that league it was their first time playing so. Well, the Jets are flying into Indy this week. They are. See what I did there? I did. Flying in. There we go. Because uh, they're Jets. Um, and boy, they're not good at football. So far, not. I wouldn't put them in the upper echelon of teams in the NFL. Um, <laughs> they're not good at football. But they've played a couple of really tough teams. They have. So it looks like they're really bad, but it could be... Very much like the Jacksonville situation where they just sneak up on us and give us a lot of trouble. Because I know we had a really good game last week, but I'm not convinced we're, you know, 49ers or Bills level. Or if maybe, you know, Minnesota is, you know, the Bengals or 
somebody level. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't right. know if I don't, I don't two games We're we're, we still, we're still nowhere near a level where we can really assess how good any team is. Right. I would agree. Um, one thing, unfortunately with the Colts is many times it seems like the Colts either play up to a level of a team like we did last year with Kansas city or we played down to a team like kind of like we Jacksonville. say about the Titans as well. Titans have Titan, done that Titans as are well. a similar team. They've done that over the years. Right. So I, I think that the Colts, I mean, while we're riding high right now off of a great win, great performance against Minnesota, we can't expect this game to be, oh, it's the Jets. We're going to beat them 35 to, to three. It's they're going to fight and they're, they're wanting to get their first win of the year as well. So if we take them lightly, a Jacksonville situation may may come up again. So we they, the Colts definitely can't can't just gloss over this game and maybe look towards the Bears um, or think that it's going to be easy. This Jets team, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a fight. The Jets they have a ton of Colts players um, that used to be on the Colts. Um, that's kind of what the title means. The Indy Jets or the New York Jets. Okay, here I got a stat for you. So here. Here's a list of all of the former Colts that are now on the New York Jets. And before you get going, Frank Reich has seen this list, and he talked about in his interview, I think that happened occurred today Yeah. Um, in his uh, press conference time with the media. He mentions, like, I've never played in any situation like this before, and he goes down the list right here. So defensive, uh, defensive end Henry Anderson, drafted in the Andrew Luck days, uh, backup guard Josh Andrews, Terrell Basham, you remember, remember him? him. The, uh, I remember Josh Andrews. Mm-hmm. Terrell Basham, a third-round pick of Chris Ballard. Uh, Pierre Desir, we all know Pierre Desir. And he has a pick this year. He does. Uh, Matthias Farley, your close personal friend. Close personal friend, Matthias Farley. Uh, the legend, Frank Gore. <laughs> I love that Frank man's Gore. still playing I football. I believe it. Nate Harrison, uh, he was a former Colts corner, uh, played in the nickel. Jonathan Harrison, um, he was a former center that never really seemed to protect Andrew Luck. Um, Thomas Hennessy, the long snapper. Arthur Millette, a cornerback. Good old Dante Moncrief is on the practice squad for the Jets. Practice squad? Yeah, practice squad. He's They've I think, got some good receivers over there. I think he's injured um, right now as well. Um, Ross Travis, that uh, athletic tight end that we thought possibly could have something and just never really panned out. And then finally, um, the guy the Colts traded to the Jets in the draft this year, Quincy Wilson. Um, so that's 13, 13 jets that are either on the active roster, practice squad, something that are involved with the jets. It's a hell of an air force. That's pretty, <laughs> Jesus, you're filled with me there, aren't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's wild to have 13 guys from, from one team on another team. Um, so I'm, I'm sure a lot of those guys are going to be pumped and, and juiced to really want to come in here and, and, and prove to the Colts. Some of them were let go by the Colts, traded by the Colts. So they're going to want to prove that maybe they, they made a mistake. So the Jets do have a lot to play for. It's, it's going to be interesting. And, and like I said, the Colts really cannot take them lightly um, and expect to come in, walk in, and, and just win without, without executing like they did this past weekend. Well, so far the Bill or I'm sorry, the Jets have lost to the Bills and 49ers by a combined 28 points. Um, Sam Darnold has not been great, not de- terrible, but against the Bills, um, he had a touchdown and an interception. The rushing attack only had 52 yards. Now, Jamison Crowder, and do you know if he's playing this weekend? Have, have you heard on that? Because he did not play last weekend either. That or he was shut down. 
I I don't think it's a certainty that he plays this weekend. Okay, I think that's still up in the because air. week one he had seven receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anything last week, so I assumed he didn't play. I think I yeah he did not. I think I might have heard that he might be out this week um, against the Colts, but I think his status still is up in the air as of as of Wednesday evening. Okay, and Darnold last week against. Um, the 49ers fewer yards but no interceptions still that one touchdown only two touchdowns through two games uh they did rack up 105 rushing yards um hogan chris hogan had a bit of a better game with no crowder out there um that's kind of one of those things you might start seeing him having better games as he gets to know sam darnold better they get on the same page i've kind of been surprised uh perriman perriman however you want to pronounce him. Rashad uh, Perriman. Rashad Perriman hasn't been doing a better job. I thought he was a phenomenal third receiver in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, and it could be a variety of different things. I mean, I saw Dan Orlovsky tweet today that said he watched the Jets film and, and just all around it, it doesn't look good. So it could be that Darnold's still trying to get familiar with him. Um, it could be the 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 type of plays that they're calling the protection that they're getting um so it, it could be a variety of different things but i don't and like you said they have played two very good teams i mean the bills look really good um and the 49ers went to the super bowl last year now one thing that that i heard though is even with all those injuries to the 49ers last week it didn't seem like the jets had much for their backups even so no they did not the rushing game from the 49ers and greg williams is a pathetic piece of a defensive coordinator i mean he knew they were going to run the ball Mm -hmm. he knew it and he still couldn't stop it uh raheem Mostert, before he got injured his big touchdown Mm -hmm. i i didn't watch it live but i've seen it and i've heard other people talk about it he did not get touched Mm -hmm. yep that doesn't happen in the nfl he didn't physically not a hand on him Right. That doesn't happen. That run of defense was abysmal, which against our offensive line and our rushing attack, even without Marlon Mack, Jonathan Taylor looks good. Uh, They're not going to be, I mean, that's going to be, and we'll get into it, a way we attack that team. Yeah, exactly. I think I think the game plan is going to be very similar to what it was against Minnesota. We're going to start early running the ball, um, establishing that run, letting the offensive line kind of get into a rhythm, let Jonathan Taylor kind of get into a rhythm because it does seem like Jonathan Taylor is one of those backs that the more carries he gets, the the better he gets throughout oh, the God. game. He could have a monster game this weekend. So it's I might walk out of the stadium with a Jonathan Taylor jersey. <laughs> It'd be a great weekend to buy one. Um so yeah, I, I think number one, that's what we're gonna do. Establish the run. We're really going to to attack that that front seven of of the New York Jets. I mean, they're they're missing quite a few key guys there as well. So um I think that's priority one. Make sure that Phillip Rivers can continue to use play action. Um, and then an- another thing is I think this is just gonna be a theme all year really, is just execute on defense. The 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 Jets offense is is not very good they have protection issues especially and i think if we can limit the quick passes by sam darnold if we can have our 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 cornerbacks really stick to those wide receivers again like we did against the vikings um that's just going to give our our defensive line 
so much more time and, 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 and more opportunities, I should say, to really attack Sam Darnold, which we've heard and seen that sometimes he can be a little quick on the trigger if he starts sensing pressure. Um, he's a young quarterback. He's been hit the entire time he's been in New York. So DeForest Buckner, Justin Houston, Danico Autry, let those guys go eat and, and really just put enough pressure and enough uh, be close enough to the receivers that they have time to get to Darnold and, and, and really start rattling his cage. Did Sam Darnold ever explain the seeing ghosts comment because i remember when i when i heard about it thinking like he just meant like he felt pressure or he was you know he thought he was seeing holes or something that he couldn't see when he was playing against that defense who was that game against the steelers new england new england and uh he says he's seeing ghosts everybody goes oh you know you never want to say that you don't want that to get out because you know that means you're, you're scared of getting sacked. You're scared of getting hit. Well, first of all, when you're getting the hell beat out of you, yeah, you eventually start to think, uh-oh, I'm, I, I probably don't have much time. I probably don't have much time. Um, I guess my question is, what was your take on that game? We, we've never talked about this, obviously. So Right. I, I mean, from my point of view, it sounded like he – like Bill Belichick was just confusing him on the yeah. on the defensive end. He like because Bill's been known to to show one thing and then the the defense looks com- is actually something completely different. So I think that's what he meant by seeing ghosts. He he thought maybe he saw defenders in spots where they weren't or was yeah. expecting defenders to be in spots that he weren't. But boy, um, he got roasted for that comment. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? I don't think Andrew Luck would ever say that when you think because Sam Darnold, he was a third overall pick in the draft. The Colts traded the third overall pick to the Jets. To be fair, when he said it, he didn't think the whole world was going to hear well, it. At, you at, know? at the same time, it, I, it, I think a lot of people just saw it as why are why are you saying this? You're acting like they, they got they definitely got the best of you. And then there was nothing you could do. I feel like he's just trying to talk to his coach like, coach, I'm seeing ghosts out here. Like, I don't know what to do there. I mean, help me out or. You know, Adam Gase clearly wasn't helping him out that game. Adam Gase doesn't seem like he helps out a lot of the Jets. No shit. Um, Every year we go into a season, he's one of those. He's one of those guys because he just touched a few guys that are great, like Peyton Manning. Mm -hmm. You know, he touched those guys. So look how much better Ryan Tannehill is now that he's not with Adam Gase. I mean, Mm -hmm. Adam Gase is just one of those guys I feel like keeps getting a job because he was with guys that were great it had nothing to do with him he was with Peyton Manning but Peyton Manning basically took the offense from Indy to Denver and just made it his own um so yeah I I think on the the seeing ghost comment I mean I I do think it was taken I think he got hammered for it one because he's in New York that New York media is is pretty ruthless um but at the same time it it just seems like maybe he should have kept that in-house maybe not voice that to the media let's go so I'm on vacation, guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, if if we think that that's the Sam Darnold that's going to come in here, though, I think he has a chance of of having a good game. So we need to keep the pressure up. Um, I really loved the execution, and really, when you look at the film from the first two games, from the Jacksonville game, um, and the and the Minnesota game, the scheme really wasn't too different. I mean, the Colts did play up a little bit farther. They, they played a little bit more man coverage, but at the same time, they played more more of a zone. They still played their zone scheme. It was just a tighter zone scheme. So I think right. that, that 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 will come into effect. I think they well, can it use helped, that. It helped that Kirk Cousins only had one receiver, or at least he thought so. Right. He tried to feed it to Adam Thielen, and uh, Kenny Moore and Xavier Rhodes shut that down real quick. But um, Shut it. Ah. So, um, 
yeah, we'll see. I think those are the those are the keys though for the Colts is um, just continue to get get running the ball, um, really set that tempo and and attack that way. Um, make sure that that kind of use more play action and then just on defense executing and making sure that Sam Darnold doesn't have those quick throws available to him where he can get into a rhythm and really let our defensive line disrupt him and 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 again maybe he'll start seeing ghosts again. And I feel like I kind of shit on DeForest Buckner last week, but I I I've seen some tape this week. I've seen some tape this week that I was I was real impressed with. He was he's making a difference. Um, and like Andrew said, it's it might not be a difference you see directly, but might not show up in the box a, score. He is a difference. It'll be, show you know. up in the tape. Now, sure. in regards to our offense, we I, I know we talked about our run game. This Jets defense so far this season, if I did my math right, has six sacks and one interception through two games. I don't know about any fumble uh, recoveries or anything because I was just skimming through the box score real fast, but. Um, it sounds like, you know, the run game's a real opportunity. They, I want to say they average three sacks a game, but through two games, they got three sacks each game, uh, which we hasn't been a real big issue for us so far this season or lately, you know, the last couple of years, right. to be honest. But um, what, I mean, you know, what do we need out of the, the passing game? I, I guess I didn't look at their defensive stats in regards to yards allowed uh, in the, through the through the air. I think, I think just... Just for our passing offense, I think we just need to do the same thing we did last week. Last week is balance is, is the blueprint that the Colts want to have. They want to run the ball, they want to establish the run, and they want to pick their spots in the pass game. And and while it's it's going to be more more probably fifty fifty ish, um, we don't want it. We don't want Philip Rivers throwing the ball forty times a game. We don't need him to throw it forty times a game, as as was seen last week. Um, if we can have him throwing between 25 to 30 passes, I'm, I'm right. good with that. Um, and not just balance in regards to, so I heard this pointed out about the Seahawks. Sometimes they their, their numbers look balanced, but it's because they run the ball so much the first and second quarter, and then the second half of the game, they have to throw the ball the whole time because they're down seven. Right. Um, but true balance like we had last week um, is going to be the sweet spot, especially against who you know teams that we consider lesser teams right. i think that's going to help us out um and then to add on to that our red zone efficiency this week i think that's something not only that we need to see improvement but hell let's work on it let's 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 find ways to be creative in the red zone it needs to it definitely needs to improve and, and phil said so, said as much this week when he when he talked to the media um he said they don't really look at the numbers but they they just want to be a great situational football team third down needs to be better the red zone efficiency needs to be better um because pretty soon if you can just continue to have those red zone trips turn into threes um rather than than seven points i mean we love blankenship but that's not going to win us games especially in the playoffs so we need to get working on that now and and um, I, I really think that that's going to be an emphasis this week. It'll be interesting to see um, how the Colts do execute there in the red zone, whether it is throwing to Mo Ali Cox, being able to run it with Jonathan Taylor, um, getting T.Y. Hilton more opportunities. Um, I know that he's had a couple balls, but at the same time, the game plan really hasn't been centered around T.Y. Um, or even getting Naheem Hines more more opportunities with, with quick passes out of the backfield. So um, there's a variety of different options that they can go to in the red zone. Um, and I think they just need to need to execute and, and really explore all those opportunities. Um, and I think eventually it will get better. Well, it just probably will take some time here and maybe we'll even see it increase this week, hopefully. Right. So going in this game, Andrew, I want to ask you about what you think the, the Jets strengths and weaknesses are. Um, but realistically, what, 
what strengths do they have, if any? And then I'll tell you the one I could think of. I would say, man, it, a lot of their a lot of their players are injured. Their I would say their strengths are, are maybe it does sound like they have been getting after the quarterback. If they've got six sacks in 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 two games, uh, I know the Colts have seven. Makai so. Becton's been named probably one of the top three rookies on the field yeah, so far this Mackay year. Makai Becton has looked good, and and that's a start. When but that's just one offensive that's lineman. one offensive lineman though. <laughs> you need so he's probably going to be going up against Justin Houston though one on one. That's a lot of experience in a, in a guy that can still get it done up against a rookie. So that's going to be that's going to be tough. So um, possibly maybe Makai Becton, but I think I think we need to make sure that we're sharing up that pass rush. And, and again, our, our offensive line needs to get off to a quick start to just to not let them get momentum. We and really not kill ourselves um, so we don't play down to opponent and instead play to where the Colts are capable of. So. Um, I think maybe that's one of their strengths is just their their pass rush in general. But uh, at the same time, they're running into one of our strengths too in our offensive line. Uh, I would say their strength is uh, maybe the element of surprise because the Colts already this year have shown a vulnerability to that um, and not being able to complete the game against a shitty team. Yeah. So um, their, their best bet is coming and punching us in the mouth and being the first one and and possibly throwing us off balance, and who knows how that could affect the rest of the game. Um, but, yeah, like you mentioned as well, you know, their defensive line, it sounds like, you know, is no joke. But in regards to the pass game, you know, with the six sacks. But other than that, they're a weakness. They, yeah. they have playmakers on offense, but one of the best ones is hurt. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Well, if we blow this game, I'm just going to be pissed. So, yeah. my prediction is Colts by a landslide, hopefully, because this is one of those games that I talked about you know, earlier this week. We can't just win. We need to show if we want other teams in the league, we want the media, we want people, fans to take us seriously, we need to make a statement with a game against a team like the Jets. Yeah, and, and especially we're at home, we're going to have triple the amount of fans that we had last weekend. We're going up to 7,500, and, and while it doesn't seem like much, I mean, the, the players feed off of that. So Let me um, ask you about that, Andrew, because you were there with the 2,500. So with 2,500 people there, do they still pump in the crowd noise of 70 decibels? They did. Okay, so... With seventy five hundred people there, do you do we know how that works? Like, is it seventy decibels plus the 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 shortened crowd, or is it? You yeah, know, you I know think, what I mean. I, I don't so. know how it works. I think so. I mean, when they they pumped in crowd noise, but it wasn't it wasn't very loud. It honestly sounded just like sure. a, like a seventy decibel decibels, as our head coach and fearless leader would say, um, is not that much. It's like the volume of a vacuum cleaner. Sure, it, but now, but in the car. 70 decibels is a lot. <laughs> so, not like not not going to hurt your ears, but it's loud. No, it's but 70 decibels in a fuck in a stadium. I don't know. You definitely you de- I mean you hear it, but it, it it's not enough that it really makes a difference sure. uh, in my opinion. If anything, um, it's just more of a making the players feel more comfortable like okay, this is a live setting. Right. And I think I think just having 7500 fans there is really going to it's going to help the Colts because it's going to give uh people well not people it's going to give the players um more juice. I mean, the players were coming up to fans and through even though there was only 2500 there, um they would constantly look up into the stands. So, uh, the more people there, the more the Colts are going to feed off of it. Uh, my prediction this week is I think the Colts pull it out again. Um, I think we go two and one. Now 
they do I think it's going to be a blowout? Um, I think it should be. Um, but will it happen? I think that's the big question. Are we going to step up and actually play to the level we can, or are we going to keep this up where we play above, uh, like up to teams that that are really good, or we play down to teams? So, um, and I think that's something that, that the Colts really want to strive on. They don't want to be a momentum team. They want to be a team that's consistent and and. This is this is where it starts. You got to prove it now. So um, I Colts do win. I don't think it's it's very close. But um, that's the question: Are we going to play up or are we going to play down? All right, move. Let's move it along here. Injuries. Uh, Paris Campbell did sprain his MCL, PCL, placed on IR, out indefinitely. Uh, probably a low percent chance he returns this year. It all depends on whether he needs surgery or not. If he does, he'll be out for the year. If he doesn't and can just do rehab, then maybe very late in the year. Um, but it, it doesn't seem like he'll be back this year, unfortunately. So that's the tough blow to the Colts offense. Another Achilles torn on the Colts. Malik Hooker placed on IR out for the season. Um, with this being his contract year and we didn't pick up we didn't pick up his option, and he was playing well. He um, had his best camp as a pro, and the Colts yeah, loved his we, leadership in the locker room exactly. this year, too. This is such a funny place for him and Mac. Like, two super, super inconveniently timed injuries. Um, I don't know. What do you think about the future for Hooker? I think for Hooker, I we'll see. I With another injury on top of it, I don't know if they – I really don't know if the market is going to be that great for Hooker. Um, and I think that that will be a big determinant in if the Colts bring him back or not. I could see the Colts bringing him back on a one-year deal, um, a one-year pretty pretty low amount of money deal just to kind of see, give him one more shot, see if he's okay from the Achilles. But if he gets offered a, a decent amount of money elsewhere, um, I don't think the Do Colts... Do you think that's realistic? I don't at this point. But, I'm, with but the injury, know, no. Man. This this know. was the season he was supposed to show, and he was. But then Blackman comes in, and he's playing great football right. in the, for his first game. And that's the other thing. Julian Blackman plays great in his first game. If Julian Blackman comes back or comes out here and, and has just an incredible rookie year and, and the Colts can see him as the... As the free safety of the future maybe it's just maybe it's time to let Malik go possibly Jack Doyle knee ankle never heard of one uh did not practice Wednesday uh hope hoping he plays this weekend we don't know it's it's still iffy right now I would say it's probably leaning towards no but we'll we'll have to see Rocky Sin, non-football related illness, surprised us right before the game uh Reich didn't go into specifics but he did not practice Wednesday are, do we have our first COVID cover-up in the NFL? No, it's not. It's a stomach issue. If it was COVID, the entire Colts would need to uh, oh God. quarantine. So the no, entire it's, team. It's a it's almost a, it's a stomach illness. Um, he was really he is released from the hospital, but they it's too early to tell. Reich said whether he'll be available for Sunday or not. Matthew Adams, who made his name heard early in the game because of this injury, not because of anything special, ankle. Uh, he'll be out a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's a core special teamer, so that right. sucks in that regard. He'll he'll be out a little bit, Reich said. So because of injuries and whatnot, and just how the season goes, Colts elevate safety. Ibrahim, 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 Campbell, uh, and cornerback Trenton Smith to the active roster. Signed tight end Hale Hentes. Hengis. Hengis. And tight end Ethan Wolf. Ethan Wolf. That sounds familiar. Did he play for the Broncos? I have no. Clue. Is this a different no, that's Wolf? Derek Wolf. Derek. Okay, I thought so. Uh, wide receiver Marcus Johnson. Welcome back. 
Welcome back, Marcus Johnson. All right. I think one of us said he'd make the team this year, didn't we? Uh, I think it, let's pretend yeah, I did. Let's pretend you did. But yeah, uh, Marcus, so good call by me. He did end up making the team. So I believe now I've passed Andrew in the fifty-three man roster. Whatever, prediction. whatever makes you feel better, <laughs> man. Uh, Hale Hale Henges though was with the Colts last uh, training camp. He was called uh, the um, Mini Jack Doyle because it seemed like he caught everything. So. If, if the Colts really get into a uh, pinch, you could see him elevated to the roster before this weekend. Possibly, Andrew. Possibly. You drink that spotted cow. It's very good. It's a very good beer. Absolutely. It's the best. I'm glad I could get my hands on some only main Wisconsin. Um, games around the league. Week it's three. Week three. Well, actually, let's go over the week two games that we didn't cover. Hold on, Andrew. Let me start. Games around the league. Week three. But first... Let's cover the couple of games we missed. <laughs> okay. Jeez, give me a hot second. Um, Patriots and the Seahawks. What a football game. Russell Wilson might be the best quarterback in the league right now. Russell Wilson, I think, is going to win the MVP. My prediction. I don't there know you because you get Kyler Murray. If he beats the 49ers again, maybe beats the Seahawks. Week two, week two MVP conversation is Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Kyler Murray. Maybe Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen, maybe. There you go. Josh Allen's playing some good football. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, Seahawks Patriots comes down to the last play of the game again. That's three times in a row. We had the Super Bowl, a regular season game a couple years ago. Um, and now, you know, Sunday hey, night. Cam looked good. Cam looked really good. Cam, I, is, the, the Cam Patriots, looks good. Patriots he threw the ball a, more. Patriots made a great move in, in grabbing Cam, so good good for them. Man. Andrew disagreed with anyone grabbing Cam, but he did. he's a good quarterback when he's healthy, okay? And it, he appears to be. So Seahawks edge one out, 35-30. to 30. What a football game. Um, Raiders Saints, what happened Monday night? What? John Gruden coming out here and, and well, listen, the Saints were First game in Las Vegas. Yep, very true. That stadium. It's the nickname of it is the Death Star. My God, the, the Death Star or the Roomba? It looks. Yeah, Have you heard the Roomba? I saw that too. The stadium looks beautiful though, especially that huge, uh, that huge torch for for uh -huh. Davis. That's dope. I we're it's, gonna have to go to that one. It's no L.A. SoFi Stadium. Okay, that place I think out of the two new stadiums has to take the cake. I think it all SoFi also cost quite a bit more. That's fine, but at the same time, <laughs> five billion dollars, no big deal. It fits. It fits the Raiders' mantra, though. Like you don't, right. don't have to. Have Did you hear just... Derek Carr say, "I'm going to go sign the wall"? After no, first I did not. That's yeah, he cool. he had his interview at the end of the game. Uh, hilarious. Uh, the interviewer, I can't remember who it is for Monday Night Football, is up like on the first row There's of the stands, mm -hmm. and there was a mic stand down on the ground for uh, Derek Carr, and he's talking to him. By the way. Got to be the most emotional quarterback in the NFL. Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. Yeah. Okay. Um, Raiders win 34-24. Unbelievable. For the Raiders. Stun. Drew Brees looked like dog dog shit. Um, hopefully, you know, it's just one bad game. People it are already starting to the end. People are already starting to throw him under the bus, say, oh, my God, he's got no arm strength. He never did. No, he didn't. He never did. He was always just super accurate. He makes one bad interception that he was throwing off his back leg, falling away. You know, and and the ball comes short. Yeah, guess what? If I threw a ball falling away, the ball would come short of the receiver too. So he's always been known for his uh, accuracy. I think Mike Adams, former Colts player, former Broncos player, 
even mentioned like Drew Brees was never a big arm threat. He mm -hmm. was simply an accuracy threat. He could put it just where he needed to all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. Pick him. You pick him. I pick him. Andrew picks him. Brandon picks him. Uh, standings. Andrew is winning. After another solid week. By oh, me. now we added in the full numbers. Thank you for that. Yep. Um, Andrew this week was 14 out of 16. I was 12 out of 16. Uh, my grandpa called me this week. Yeah. He goes, Brandon, I'm on my way home to watch Monday night football. He goes, he goes, Hey, you know, I may, I may not be very good at fantasy football, but I'm damn good at picking them, picking the games. <laughs> and I said, Oh yeah. He goes, yeah, I'm 15 out of 15 so far this week. Did he lose it on the Saints? <laughs> I was like, well, that's very impressive. I might consult you on some betting this week. Does he listen to the show? Hell no. <laughs> hell no. I don't give him. First of you all, he wouldn't be able to figure it him. out. First of all, he wouldn't be able to figure it out. Second of all, hell no. I'm not letting him listen to it. He, I'm, I'm going to have a Bible thrown in my head <laughs> next weekend if I uh, let him listen to this. But, um, 25 out of 32 for Andrew, 21 out of 32 for me. I'm down for 78%, 66%. Andrew with a slight lead. That's just going to keep increasing here. So No, 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 because have you bet a single dollar on this season yet? Mm, I think I bet it on that Rams uh, odds boost, but Listen, I haven't bet it Listen, if yet. you haven't started betting on this game, on the, on the game of football, there are so many promos and shit right now that all the time, that want you to sign up so bad, you could literally just spend $50, make 45 take all that 95 out, have a good weekend. Even if you don't want to ever, ever do it again, just do it. Um, but let's move on. Week three, slate of games. Uh, do you have this in order of the that the pick'em do. does? I do. Okay. All right. We got the pick'em up. Oh, and on Thursday night, we got the showdown in the sunshine state between the Dolphins and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got a lot of picks on the Jaguars. Andrew, Miami or Jacksonville? You know what, Tyler? This week's the week. This week's the week. The That's what I was going to say. Dolphins are going to grab the dub. Um, I think I think they've been so close, uh, I think, both weeks. And... Um, while it's going to be the beard in Ryan Fitzpatrick versus the stash in Gardner Minshew, I think the Dolphins pull it out. I agree with you, Andrew. Um, that mustache can't, you know, ride on so strong all year. Um, I think a Brian Flores defense has a little more success than a Mike Vrabel defense. Mm -hmm. You know, both Patriots guys. Um, against Gardner Minshew after two weeks of tape, uh, I think the Miami Dolphins come out with their first win. I cannot believe the Chicago Bears are not favored over the Atlanta Falcons this week. The Atlanta Falcons don't even know the rules of an onside kick. Okay? <laughs> they don't know the rules. Now, can Mitch Trubisky win three games in a row? Toss-up. Wouldn't bet on this game. But I'm going to have to say the Bears pulled the upset, and I put that in quotes. Um, I don't think... I don't, I don't know, and usually I'm betting on the Falcons. I like the Falcons a lot. They're probably, like, my second favorite team that I never realized I had. Mm -hmm. But I, I think i got to go with the Bears here. See, the, I, this, this, this game is so tough because 
if the Falcons wouldn't have lost the way they did last weekend, I would pick the Falcons. And I think I still am, but it's it's definitely a toss-up. I am going to go with the Falcons. Um, I don't think that the Bears are going to be able to do it. The Bears almost lost to the Giants uh, without Saquon. So, um, And they almost lost to the Lions. So I think the Bears have been skating by. I'm going to go with the Falcons this week. Get a rebound. It's tough. Um, are you saving these? I'm You're just picking mine. them. Okay. Um, Los Angeles Rams at Buffalo Bills. Uh, this is where the Rams get their first loss. I'm sorry, but, you know, they've looked decent the first couple weeks, beat a Cowboys team who God knows how good they are. And, and again, here we are. We're two weeks in. We don't know how good anybody is. Right. The Chargers barely beat the Bengals and then barely lost to the freaking Chiefs. So we don't know how good anybody is yet. Um, so win over the Cowboys, maybe not impressive. Win over the Eagles did not look impressive. Buffalo Bills win. Yeah, I'm going Bills too. Uh, Josh Allen has looked phenomenal. I think that continues. I think the Bills defense is going to give Jared Goff some issues. And um, Bills are at home too. So I think the Bills go to 3-0. and Bengals, Eagles? This one's tough. I would normally pick the Eagles, but they, they haven't looked great. And Joe Burrow, it looks like, is getting better each week. I It is on the road in Philly, though, but with no fans um obnoxious the worst fans yeah, i mean the great best fans the best fans sure but shitty human beings right <laughs> eagles fans um man this is tough i'm gonna go Bengals. i'm going Bengals. i'm going Bengals. i think they get joe burrow gets win. that first dub yeah and uh, i think carson wentz looked bad last week like usually it's like oh man carson wentz has nobody around him carson wentz didn't look that good this week i think this guy will will in Philadelphia, they'll think the sky is falling after this. So, uh, oh, it's going to be bad news, Bears. They're going to the be calling for uh, Doug Peterson. Doug head. Peterson's head, yeah. Um, Titan. Oh, sorry, skip, skipped one. The Washington Football Team, Cleveland Browns. Uh, the way, well, shoot. The first week, if we, if this was a week two matchup, I'd say Washington. But with it being a week three matchup, I want to say Browns. It's one. It, this is another tough one. Don't don't bet this week. You know what? Forget what I said. <laughs> don't bet this week. Um, here here's what how I'm gonna pick Browns because I want Dwayne Haskins to suck because I want Alex Smith to come in this year. I'm going Browns. I don't think the Washington Football Team can stop that that two headed monster of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think if the Browns stick to the running game, they win. If not, and they put it all on Baker, I think that it's going to be very competitive. Titans, Vikings, Derrick Henry's going to miss make the Vikings wish they never played football. Yeah, I'm going Titans here, which which sucks because I'd like for the Colts to tie them for the division. Yeah, league, I would but, like that as well. But I think the Vikings come out, or yikes, I think the Titans come out on top. Unrealistic, but um, here's a fun possible upset for you this week the las vegas raiders seem to be on to something but going to new england it's a gonna be a tough game i gotta go with new england here especially after such a great game against a team that i consider to be probably the best in the nfc i think Derek carr is going to struggle against bill belichick's defense um he doesn't have the the DK Metcalf that a Russell Wilson does. So whoever Stephon right. Gilmore is on is going to absolutely lock him down. So I think the Patriots win in Foxborough. By the way, Russell Wilson, five touchdowns of five different receivers. Did you see the one to the guy whose last name is Moore, who I don't even know his first name? Is my brother. Is Aaron's Andrew's brother. <laughs> my brother's name's Aaron. <laughs> from a very different mother. Um <laughs> he his foot hit the pylon. Does it pylon count is in automatically? Yes. Or is that only with the football? 
it counts as in if you're about okay so it didn't even matter if his foot landed in bounds if he kicked the pylon i think he would still need to get both feet in okay um i wasn't sure either way he did he got them both in. yeah unbelievable um so yeah i gotta pick the patriots as well the raiders are on pace to make the playoffs so far but i don't think uh this one helps them get there uh 49ers giants i still think the 49ers win even without even with all their injuries giants don't even have saquon barkley they don't but do do we trust nick mullins to to lead the 49ers to a win have you seen nick mullins play football sir i have yeah incredible brett Favre's best friend brett Favre's best friend Okay. okay Yeah, there's no way. I mean, their running game is too good. They still have uh, McKinnon, who, by the way, on my fantasy team in two leagues. Um, and they still have a great defense, even without Bosa. So, 49ers are going to win. You know what? I'm going Giants. I think Danny Dimes oh, gets it. Oh, buddy, I picked the Giants to upset who last week? Um, and they couldn't pull it off? The 49ers? No, the, no, no uh, they're Bears. playing the Bears. The Bears. Thank Bears. you. Okay. Yeah, Danny Dimes doesn't have this I'm going one. with the Giants. Uh, Steelers mollywop the Texans. I'm going Steelers as well. Uh, Colts beat the Jets. Colts. Uh, Panthers, Chargers. Um, it's not been stated officially by my knowledge so far whether or not Justin Herbert's going to start. He I is. assume Tyrod, he is. Tyrod Taylor is not playing this week. That okay. came out either today or due to the week. quote unquote injury. We'll talk about his injury. So apparently he his uh he had a rib injury and they injected him with something and that guess, caused chest pains. Guess we're gonna okay, we'll talk about it here. Talk in a about bit. in a bit. But anyway, yeah. I'm going Chargers. Gonna, Justin Herbert Chargers. Gets his, uh first win. Justin Herbert looks good and Panthers lost McCaffrey. Um, Seattle Seahawks just absolutely embarrassed the Cowboys. Can't wait to make fun of my girlfriend's dad for that. I don't think they embarrass them, but I do think the Seahawks. Are you get kidding the me? I don't. I think Russell Wilson, your MVP pick doesn't embarrass Dak Prescott. No, I don't. By the way, Andy Dalton got in for one play this week. Good for him. <laughs> and it was a pass. They didn't even run the ball. They let him throw it. Um, Denver Broncos, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, with the injury to Mr. Drew Locke. Drew Locke. And Cortland Sutton. And Cortland Sutton. Oof. And Oof. Von Miller. And it seems like every other Bronco. Oh, my God. That team. Poor James. Oh, yeah. I forgot your uh, cousin-in-law. cousin-in-law. Yeah. His favorite team is Broncos. Big Broncos guy. Uh, yeah, they're going to lose. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Um, and now we're going on to Cardinals Lions. Kyler Murray continues his hot streak. I'm going Cardinals. They go three and MVP. MVP. Um, he, now here, here is a game week three. We are really going to know how good a team is in the Saints and the Packers. We're really going to know because I still view the Saints as a top NFC team along with the Packers. We're really going to see where both of these teams are at this week, and I still am going to have to pick the Packers. I'm going Packers as well. I Just the way that Derek Carr was able to to take care of that secondary and that defense. Um, imagine what Aaron Rodgers is going to do on the um, the revenge tour, I should say. So I think Packers go 3-0, and and uh, Saints fall to 1-2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now, Monday Night Football. Do-do-do. 
Dude, that's Sports Center. Uh, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that one. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens. I'm going to let you pick first. Really? I have no idea. I don't know. I am going. Do you have a drum roll on that soundboard? I have a school bell. <laughs> that's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> I, I'm going Ravens. I think, there we go. Just drop the bomb. I'm going Ravens, man. Uh, they have looked phenomenal. And the Chiefs, the Chiefs look like they have a tiny little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Um, they haven't been up to what I was expecting as far as dominating teams. Um, but I do, but the Ravens, man, I think they're on a tear. They, they could go 15 and one, 14 and two this year. I really think so. and Sure, they did last year, too, and yeah. how that pay out. But at the same time, they've got more experience. Their offense looks more explosive, um, and they're at home. So I think the Ravens get the dub. Let's go. Well, Andrew, who have the Ravens played this year? The Browns and who? I don't know who they played last week. I forget. Um, Somebody else not very good. Let's see here. Go ahead. We got time. There's no rush. Let's see here. They played. I don't remember. The Texans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, shit. Um, they both looked about as good against the Texans uh, as the other. I do think it's going to be a very high scoring game, though, on both sides. I think it's probably both teams. I think it could mirror. Here's the thing the Chiefs looked really Sunday bad last 30s. week against the Chargers because, partially, probably because they weren't prepared for uh, Justin Herbert. But also, that scheme has kind of hindered the Chiefs in the past. But the Ravens don't run the same scheme as the Chargers on defense. So. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it off, and I have to pick some games different than you. Otherwise, I'm never going to catch up. <laughs> so, uh, And I love Patrick Mahomes, and I think I might buy a jersey. I think the red Ooh. would look good on me. I, red does look good on me. My mom's always told me that. So uh, let's go ahead and submit our picks, Andrew. You ready? Mine are submitted already, brother. Kachink. So there we have Loading. it. Entry's been saved. All right. Injuries around the league. Uh, we're not reading all these. We're just simply not doing it. You this can, is unbelievable. You can you just... just. Let me speed read? You're not going to cut me off at all? No. If I speed read these, you're not going to cut me off. I won't cut you off till the final one. Okay. All right. Giants running back Saquon Barkley, torn ACL out for season 49ers defensive end. Nick Bosa, torn ACL out for season 49ers defensive tackle. Oh, my God. Solomon Thomas, ACL season 49ers QB. Jimmy Garoppolo, high ankle sprain week to week. Raheem Mostert also from the 49ers, sprained MCL week to week. Running back from the 49ers, Tevin Coleman, knee sprain, out for at least four weeks. 49ers, defensive end. What? Read this last one, and then I have a story about the 49ers real quick that's going to make you laugh. Okay. D Ford, who has been you know on and off injured his whole career from the 49ers, back week to week. Go ahead, story so, time. The 49ers, I don't think they're flying back home for their next game. They're they're staying. They're staying in West Virginia. Staying in West Virginia. Mike Florio. So, home, of, home of Mike Florio. So they, in order to save time or to help get more results for these injuries, 
they had an MRI truck that that's literally has an MRI machine in it. Come, Come on, on in, boys. The MRIs are fine. The MRI truck broke down on the way to the 49ers uh, hotel or wherever they were staying. And they had, well, how many did you just read? Seven, one, two, three, six, six. six and then their MRI machine broke down. Can you believe that? That's just the 49ers terrible luck. Sounds like maybe they should have gone to one of those uh hospitals. Um that is wild. This this one's bad for football. Some of the other ones were bad for football and my fantasy team, but this one's just bad for football. Christian I didn't have first pick in any league this year, so uh running back Christian McCaffrey, high ankle sprain out for 4 to 6 weeks. Packers Devontae Adams hamstring week to week. I've heard from my sources, Andrew, that he might play this weekend. Um, Cortland Sutton, who already had an AC joint sprain, now has an ACL torn uh, out for season. Broncos defensive lineman Draymond Jones, PCL four to six weeks. Seahawks offensive lineman, outside linebacker Bruce Irvin, torn ACL out for season. How many ACLs is that that's been torn? Dude, Too have many. all of these teams been playing in New York? Because yes. I heard that grass is sticky there. Um, Rams running back Cam Akers. What about the other Rams running back? Daryl Henderson. Brown. Malcolm Brown? Yeah. Not sure on him. Okay, because he did not play this past week in my fantasy team. I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> um, but, 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 but. Ram running, Rams running back Cam Akers. Separated rib cartilage day to day. None of this is funny. Uh, Vikings linebacker Anthony Barr, torn pec out for season. Uh, Colts do that to people. Eagles wide receiver Jalen Rager, rookie, torn thumb ligament, going to IR, probably only out three to four weeks would be my guess. That's not listed here. Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor, chest week to week. Chargers team doctor punctured his lung? You didn't know about this? Punctured this is- his lung. I just heard chest pains. This is why punctured I punctured his you lung when giving him a painkilling injection before kickoff. Oh my God. This could be the greatest thing that's ever happened to Justin Herbert. And you it should- could be the worst thing that's ever happened to Tyrod Taylor. Well, you should read my outlines before the episode so you know. I what read the most news of it. Is. I don't read the injury reports. So, yeah, right before the game, uh, Tyrod Taylor had cracked ribs and. I don't read the injury reports. <laughs> so he had cracked ribs. And with these with these painkiller injections, you have to have them right before the game. So right. the Chargers team doctor and, and put it right in his chest. And it ended up puncturing his lung. And that's why he had chest pains and had to go. Um, I think he may even had to go to the hospital for it. So uh, very, very unfortunate for Tyrod Taylor. You hate to see it. It's like... That only happens to Tyrod Taylor, the, the the guy that gets Wally pipped out of every starting quarterback job that he ever has in the NFL. So, um, but but overall, I mean, just absolute carnage this weekend in the NFL. Unbelievable. Week two is usually ugly. Um, and honestly, if you go back and look at week two last year, this isn't far off, but it's still more. Um, and maybe it's because of what I talked about last week with a lack of training camp and a lack of preseason games, getting bodies prepared for the big hits. Maybe I'm a genius, but um, it, some people are saying that they are like, if you Google it, people are saying it. They're saying you're adult. No people Google it. Andrew, people are saying it. Adult. Um, <laughs> other news around the league, uh, 49ers signed defensive end Ezekiel Anza heard of him. 
to a one-year deal. Broncos signed quarterback, the boat, Blake Bortles to a one-year deal. So he'll take over for Drew Locke while he's out for and two to the six Giants weeks. sign running back Devontae Freeman, who is in my waiver wire on fantasy football. Freeman <laughs> to a one-year deal. All of Brilliant those signing. basically in response to the injuries that we injuries, just read yeah. off. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, guys, girls, men, and women, let's move along to bad beats with Brandon. Bad beats? Those sound like good beats, Andrew. All right. So, uh, due to my dog's, you know, non-contact injury recently, I was unable to prepare efficiently for this specific segment. So, I'm going to wing it. Uh, some of the upsets I like this week. First of all, how'd you do last week? I Overall. I was drunk last week when I did Bad Beats with Brandon, so I didn't save any of them. But I made a lot of money this weekend. Well, hey, that's all that matters. Not as much as I did opening weekend, but I made some money. Good. So if you listen to me, you might have made a bit. Um, But let's start out this week with some underdogs that I like. Miami Dolphins, big time. Uh, Bears, if you want to throw a few bucks on them, not a bad idea. Bengals, Andrew and I both seem to think they're going to win. Um, put Raider, it all on the Colts. Put don't do that. <laughs> Just don't bet on the Colts game. Bad juju. If you're a Colts fan, which I assume you are, if you're listening to this, L, bet on the bet, bet on, on the, the Jets. Jets. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. Um, you know what? I'll just have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna post a wild parlay this week. Um, Tennessee's gonna win. That's an easy one. Colts are going to win. Oh, my God. The Colts are minus 550. Oof. And the Jets yeah. are plus 410 with a 10.5 point spread. Oh, my God. Hammer the Colts on the spread, boys and girls. <laughs> um, that's unbelievable. I love it. Um, so, yeah. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't have time to prepare this week. As you can understand, as my dog is injured, boys and girls. Jeez. Andrew's looking at me like I'm a sinner. Which I am. We all are. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for Bad Beats with Brandon. So, uh... Good beats, Andrew. These are good beats. Yeah. All right. That's it. Sorry I was ill-prepared. I'll post my pics. I'll post some stuff to our Twitter. That, there you go. Now you just got to follow our go. Twitter. Or if you're Andrew's daddy, you got to download Twitter, I guess. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. He likes, he likes to send us uh, likes on our posts. He does. He likes our posts. Um, Darwin, you're the best. We also are starting to put episodes up on YouTube. YouTube! So, Andrew, we're on YouTube! We're on YouTube. So It's a school bell! <laughs> <laughs> so if you're... I mean, if you're listening to this point, you uh, go just go tell your friends to watch our YouTube videos too. It's just going to be the episodes right now. We they're just going to listen to it. Just they're not going to watch it. much. Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay, I listen. I didn't go to school for this. Almost did. You should have. Almost did. Dropped out of TCOM. Came back to good old IPFW and got a general studies degree. But <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I'm learning as I go. Um, I think I'm doing a damn good job personally for, you know, not knowing anything about any of this, but Hey, go follow us at the educated fan on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Facebook. That's T H E E H D U C A T E D F A N the educated fan guys. You're the absolute best. We love you. Uh, we appreciate you listening and we will be at the game this weekend. So our next episode will probably release a day late because we're going to have to record a day late. And that's just how it goes when Andrew and I are both at a game. We'll be on our way back from Lucas Oil Stadium when we normally record. So um, we'll try to get it out as soon as we can, either late Monday or maybe Tuesday morning. And you'll hear from us then. Go Colts. Go Colts. I fucking love football and I love you guys.